are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 69. Welcome to Yoga Boss, the only podcast for ambitious yoga teachers who know the real value of yoga, where life coach and yoga teacher Jackie Skinner teaches you how to rewire your brain to confidently leap from employee to yoga entrepreneur. Are you ready to build the business of your dreams? Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Murphy. We are diving right on into today's podcast called The Divine Feminine CEO. Traditionally, when we think about the CEO role, there is a lot of masculine energy around what that means. So stick with me because I'm not going to talk about male or female gender, but we're going to talk about how to balance the masculine and feminine energies that live within all of us in order to embody the divine feminine CEO. And that means having a balance that supports you in that role. The reason that I wanted to do this podcast is because I think there's this dichotomy of either you can be a CEO or you can be an artist and creative in your business. And I want to offer that it's actually not an either or, but it's an and. It's super important that as a society, we reimagine what it means and what it looks like to be a CEO to open up that role and open up possibility to people who would not traditionally be considered for that type of position. You are a CEO when you decide to open a yoga business. So we want to get intentional about what that means to be a CEO in today's society and not just try and copy what we've been taught from our past society about what a CEO looks like. So I want to start with just a a few facts that might help you understand how a systematic story of CEO has filtered down into our consciousness and might be affecting your business. 53, that's the average age of a CEO. The average CEO is six feet tall. In the Fortune 500 companies, only 4.8 of those CEOs are female or identify as the female gender. And the S&P 500 companies, only 4.6 identify as the female gender. What's incredibly important to mention is that only 1.2% of those CEOs are people of color. So we have been taught, whether intentional or not, whether like directly or just because we've absorbed it, that a CEO is a white old male. And that idea then filters down into what we believe we should think or do or how we should show up as the CEO in our business. It leaves us with a society that is drenched in masculine energy. And we're really kind of pulling through this as a society. It's very often drenched in what we call toxic masculine energy. So now let's break down this idea of masculine energy versus feminine energy. 
we all have both. It doesn't matter what gender you identify as. We each have masculine energy and feminine energy. Masculine energy in the Chinese medicine is more of the yang. It is more of the strategy. Masculine energy is often about creating a system and analyzing and it can, unfortunately, lead to the hustle, get the next sale, maximize the profit. That can come from too much masculine energy. Now, flip side of that, let's think about feminine energy. Feminine energy is very inspiring. It's a lot softer. In Chinese medicine, it's the yin Feminine energy is creative, and the feminine energy is inherently a creator. It's all about nurturing and being in the receiving mode of receiving the beauty of the world and the love of the world. It's very much this healer energy as well. So why this matters is because I have talked with so many yoga teachers over time, and I can pretty quickly identify, okay, maybe they have too much feminine energy or they have too much masculine energy and and working to balance those always leads to new results in business. And those results might be money, but it also just means like how they're embodying their most powerful self. It might be healing old wounds. Like I tell my clients all the time, building a business is not actually about building a business. It's like the very best self-development tool you could ever use. So a part of what we do as we take on the CEO role is balance out those masculine and feminine energies. And there is no perfect in balance. It's always a practice. It's always a check-in. Just like yoga, it happens fluidly day in and day out. So let's talk about this. When I meet with yoga teachers, a lot of the time, what I experience is too much feminine energy as the yoga teacher trying to build a business. And what this will look like is they are a little bit all over the place. They haven't set a clear revenue goal for the month. They are always creating new ideas, but not actually implementing and putting those ideas into the world. This might sound like somebody who says like, oh, I'm just an idea person or I'm a creative or I just need hours on my mat to then show up in my business. And none of that is bad or wrong. It just can be a signal that, hey, you might have too much feminine energy happening in your role as CEO in your business and it's holding you back from making a true impact for your students. Your ideas, no matter how beautiful and supportive and nurturing they are, if they don't get put into the world, cannot make an impact. So we don't want to stop the ideas from flowing, but we need to balance it with some masculine energy to make sure those ideas get put out into the world. So let me know, like this might be you. You might be like, oh my God, Jackie just read my brain. That is me and my business. I have so many ideas. I have so many things going on. I sell five different offers, 10 different offers, and I'm always like bouncing from here or there. And I'm not quite grounded in any sort of strategy in my business. That could be you. No big deal. I'm going to teach you how to balance that kind of energy. Let's look at the flip side. 
too much masculine energy in the CEO role in your business is going to lead to hustle and chasing the next little hit of dopamine that your brain gets when you make a sale, when you make money. And it's going to be like, the way that this comes up and the way that I see it with my clients is they say, okay, Jackie, here's my plan to make 100K. I'm going to make 3K this month and then 6K the next month and then I'm going to hit 8K and then I'm going to go to 10K. And they have this very like strategic lined out way that they're going to create profit in their business. And it's very linear. It's very like step by step by step. And what, how that can hold you back is let's say, doesn't happen quite that way. Let's say the first month you don't make 3K or or the second month you end up making 10K and the next month you make 2K. What can happen is when you're in too much masculine energy is that can freak you out and, and make you feel like you aren't in control of making money or you don't know what you're doing. And it also can happen when if you're not hitting your goal in the last part of the month, you start to stress and hustle and really just overanalyze everything. And you kind of get out of this trust and flow that your business is going to happen and your business has got your back no matter what. So you might see yourself in that case too. If you're really attached to your end goal, if you're really attached to that end result, whatever money, clients, number, follower thing it might be, it might just be a little bit too much masculine energy, a little bit too much forcing. So I want to offer that there's nothing wrong with either energy. Again, like we're going to balance out the two. There's no perfect balance. You want to check in on a daily basis and see how can I balance out these two energies to support myself in the role of the CEO. Right now in our society, there is a, this is really a generalization, but there's just an overwhelming amount of masculine energy in the CEO role. And so we want to reimagine the CEO role to be the divine feminine CEO. And I just want to say again, like the divine feminine is not weak. She's not timid. She's not shy. She is incredibly powerful. She is literally a creator. That is the energy of the divine feminine. That's what we want to bring into what it looks like to be a CEO. So I want you to think about this as like the masculine energy is the structure and the system and the feminine energy is like the artist and the creator. Of course you have to have both. Of course we need both in the CEO role. So the way that I want to teach you this is actually what I learned from a French parenting book that I read on maternity leave called Bringing Up Bebe. (laughs) It's amazing. And if you're going to have kids or you have a kid or you might just want to read a book about how French women parent, it's really good. And what French parents do is they know that a little bit of structure goes a really, really long way. So French parents have a very clear, and you could call it even like strict framework, a cadre, I'm not saying the French word right, for their children. So they have a really clear structure in which the children know when mealtimes are. They don't just snack all day like American kids do. They have a structure that French children know how to greet an adult and that is like never negotiated. You always have to do it. You're behaving appropriately and predictably in public. 
and they know when they're going to bed and they know when they're waking up. And that structure is very firm for them. They call it an education, the education of, of learning how to be an, a, a human. That cadre, that framework is very clear. Now, French parents don't just live in that structure all the time. It's not be perfect or else. What is actually happening is that they have a very, very clear structure, but within the structure is freedom. The structure gives them confidence, and within the structure, they have the confidence to be a kid and feel like a kid and just like show up in the way that they're cognitively meant to at that point in development. So they learn to play and they learn to entertain themselves and they they can feel this really safe sense of security because they know that structure is there. Their parents aren't micromanaging every little thing or every little moment of their schedule. Instead, they have the framework and then they let the rest be. There's freedom. They get to just be kids. Seems pretty genius to me. They even have a specific cuss word, if you will, that kids can use that's like not a huge no-no because the French parents realize that on some level, kids need to rebel. And so they give them a way to do that without being punished or criticized. And not everything is the worst thing ever. They have kind of prioritized what their kids need to know. They honor their top priorities and then they let the rest go. It's a great book. I'll let you know how it works in raising my little baby boy. (laughs) But we're going to use the same idea to reimagine the role of a CEO and bring the divine feminine into the CEO role. The divine masculine energy is going to be your framework. And I want you to have a really clear framework, your non-negotiables for your business. What I teach my clients is a really clear business foundation. So they get super like nailed down on what is the thing that they're selling? What is the thing that they're offering? And then we don't change that. That is the framework that we can rely on that gives us confidence as we go and we show up in our business and we create in our business. So you want to get a really clear framework of these non-negotiables as your role as CEO. Maybe you know for sure that you have a certain structure for how people find you, work with you, and that's never going to change. Or maybe you have a really clear structure with your schedule, and that's the framework that you really rely on. Use your masculine energy to get super clear about what your framework is. What is the support? What is the non-negotiable that's never going to change? Now, within that framework, this is where you bring in that divine feminine energy. Within that framework, you get to be free. You are the artist. You get to show up and create and paint and just live in the beauty of your business. Because you know at the end of the day, the framework has got you. This is how the feminine and the masculine energy work together in the role of a CEO. You don't need too much feminine, not too much masculine, not too little of each, but actually this perfect balance of how they support each other, just like the way the French parent their kids. So you know in your business, hey, have I been a bit too systematic, a bit too structured, a bit too harsh? 
Or have I been a bit too fluid? Am I not actually like getting out and producing what I want to produce and there's too much feminine energy there? You get to be both and you want to make sure you're holding space for both in the role of a CEO. The divine feminine energy in the role of a CEO inherently receives, inherently just sits in the support and this love and this like nurturing energy. They receive the beauty and the goodness of what they're putting into the world where the divine masculine gives and puts out and delivers. You can see how clearly if you had an imbalance of those two things, the CEO role won't work or it won't work for very long. So you really want to ask yourself, what is it that my CEO role needs? How can I reimagine what it looks like to be an incredibly powerful, divine, feminine CEO that is supported with the structure of the divine masculine energy? And then what happens for the way I deliver and what I deliver in my business when I embody and welcome both into the arena? When I live in both the role of the systematic analyzer and the creator and the artist, and I know clearly when to switch between the two of those roles, when to switch and support my business and when to switch and just show up in my business and get it done. I want to offer that a very simple sentence you can use to balance these two energies in your business. And this is something that in my 500 hour, I might've talked about it on the podcast before, but in my 500 hour teacher training, we were just spending an afternoon talking about manifesting, which is lovely. It was incredible. And the two teachers taught me this phrase of when you've decided that you want to manifest something in your life, in your business, you say this or better. And so it is. And so I want you to think about, let's use the example with your goal for the month. Like let's say your goal this month is to make 5K. Instead of being so attached to, I have to make 5K, let me force 5K, let me make it happen. It's like, I'm gonna make 5K this month or better. And so it is. There's so much more freedom and space. It's like, yes, have a goal. Yes, be clear with it, but also be open to the magic of how the universe delivers what you say that you want in the world. That is both the divine masculine and the divine feminine. You're going to have a clear outcome you're going for, but you're not super attached to it. You're not super really just nailed down on this one thing. You're unattached and open to the best possible scenario while you're incredibly clear and direct at the same time. (laughs) Your brain's like, what? How does that happen? (laughs) This or better. And so it is. I want you to just take a moment to land, I don't know, 10 years from now, 50 years from now, when we look up the statistics of who is CEO in America, when it's been balanced, when there are more female gender leaders, when there are more people of color in the role of CEO, 
how that will impact for the better our society. What that kind of world looks like. You building your business and you embodying both the divine masculine and the divine feminine is part of that change. It matters. It's important. All right. That's what I have for you today. The divine feminine CEO. I think about like Beyonce. <laughs> Love her. She's just like this queen. She's nurturing. I don't know Beyonce at all. This is how I imagine her. She's nurturing. She's supportive. She's powerful. She's not holding herself back. Like that is the divine feminine CEO. Go create big in the world. Let the divine masculine support you. Use the framework of the divine masculine and then let yourself be an artist. You're naturally a creator. You've got this. I will talk to you in the next episode, episode 70. I just like love how these numbers keep getting higher. If you aren't in the Yoga Boss Facebook group, get in there. Every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m., I go live in that Facebook group to answer your questions about the podcast, anything that was on the podcast the week before, to give you a different lens to think about this with. I take it a a little bit further, a little bit deeper. So if you're loving the podcast, but you're not in the Facebook group, come on, join the Facebook group. Just it's like facebook.com slash yoga boss, <laughs> or you can go to my Instagram and find it. All right, friends, I will talk to you in the next episode. Love you all. Bye.